Coach Lou. Do I need to drink protein powder? And if so, what kind of protein powder do I need? <laughs> Stick around and listen to this episode because I'm going to answer a question that I get all the time. And it's about uh, protein powder and supplementing with powder. Do you really need to? Is it necessary? Uh, one of the benefits and like what's the whole thing about protein powder? So if you're not really sure and you just drink it to kind of drink it because you think it's like what healthy people do or it's like the thing to do to get fit. <laughs> Then just stick around and I'm going to break down some protein powder, uh, spit some protein powder knowledge for you. So I'll see you in the episode. If we don't know each other, my name is Coach Lou and I am the owner of Elevate Fitness and Martial Arts. I help men and women get lean and strong so they can feel energized and freaking confident. It's always a wonderful journey to be able to just feel amazing inside and outside. So join me on this journey so that you can educate your mind, work on that nutrition and get it when it comes to your fitness. All right, let's get into this episode. Let's talk about supplementing with protein powders. So protein is something that is so essential. We need it. We need it to um, aid in the proper function of our body. And we need it for recovery and all those wonderful things. So I did an episode on protein. So you can check that out and, um, you know, just update yourself on protein and then kind of come back to this where you can see how supplementing with protein can be beneficial. Like, what is it? What's, what's the whole point of it? So I'm about to get into that, but I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a backstory on that. So if you go on to many different places, um, even, you know, fitness professionals, nutritionists, you know, guide to sports and exercise, nutrition, all that stuff, you're going to see a little bit of a range, a little bit of a spectrum about recommended amounts of protein. So if you're somebody who is not very active, you're going to be on the lower end of the spectrum. If you are somebody who straight up athlete, active, lifting, um, you know, that's just, that's your life, then you're going to be on the higher spectrum. So wherever you lie um, and whatever your protein needs are, sometimes it's difficult to hit those needs. And if you did just a little bit of a run through as to what you eat every day, and you find out like how much protein you need daily, you may find that um, it can be a lot. And having protein powder or a supplement helps to, um, you know, for you to be able to fulfill those daily protein needs. Another thing is it can be convenient in the sense of it's quick, it's easy, and it's readily available. 
Um, because maybe you don't have a bunch of time to sit there and, you know, pound down some chicken or some quinoa, whatever it is that you're using for protein. And so you need just a quick little convenient source. Uh, so that's where, you know, supplementing can come in. But do you need to supplement? Is it important? Absolutely not. You don't have to have it. Is protein important? Yes. But do you have to supplement with a powder? No, you don't. But it just depends on you. Um, are you somebody who likes to just eat your food? Do you like that real, you know, wholesome food? Um, not that protein powders are bad. I mean, like everything, there's always a better, um, you know, version of something. Uh, something's a little bit better for you. So there can be crappy protein powders and there can be good protein powders. But the things that you just want to keep in mind is your lifestyle and what's going to be convenient for you. So let me give an example, Okay. You have somebody who weighs about 150 pounds. There's, they're active, you know, working out at least five days a week minimum. So, um, and we're talking like some weightlifting, you know, some, you know, cardiovascular work here and there, you know, but bottom line is they're an active person and rule of thumb, they're going to have about a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So they weigh 150 pounds, they're going to need 150 grams. After this person has started to kind of look at what they're eating, they see that they're not getting enough protein. And this could be the reason why maybe their recovery isn't the best, which this could be a whole bunch of other things. I'm just giving a scenario. So they're like, okay, so um, to hit these numbers, it's very beneficial for me to have, you know, a scoop that's like 30 grams of protein. Um you know, having maybe two of those a day, bam, I hit my numbers, the rest I can eat in food. Okay. So that's a scenario that, that works for some people. Another scenario could just be timing. Like you have a schedule that you have to hit, you know, you got a busy life. Um, you know, you, you hit the gym in the morning and then afterwards, like you don't really have a whole lot of time to sit there and eat all your food and, you know, just sit there and enjoy like everybody, you know, we all have a different, you know, lifestyle. So being able to just, you know, have some juice and slam down a scoop of protein powder can be really helpful after your workout. So you just have to, to kind of look at your life, you know, take a little bit of a, um, how could I say, like just an overview of what works for you. If you have the time to eat the meals and get in all the protein, hell yeah. If you don't have the time and you need to supplement with protein powder, hell yeah. So whatever you need to do, that's going to work for you. But is it necessarily necessary? No. You can get all your protein needs through actual food. And that is if you are plant-based person that eats, you know, you don't eat meat or if you are somebody who eats meat. So, um, couple more things just to kind of throw in there. Um, when you do go and get protein powders, you know, you're going to have your low quality. You're going to have your higher quality. And I'm referring to like what is um, bioavailable, meaning what, how much of this is your body going to take up? And, you know, like how much is it denatured, meaning like the protein can't even be absorbed and all that stuff. So different sources of protein are going to be, um, you know, a little bit better for you and they're going to be more available for you. 
Um, and this is important for somebody who is really into fitness and, you know, afterwards when you do do some, you know, depending on how intense your training was, you know, to optimize your muscle protein synthesis, it's important that you do have protein immediately after your workouts. But that's going to be for another episode, okay? I'm going to talk about pre and post training. Um nutrition. So I will save that, but just to kind of go back to the whole protein um, powder. So let's say you um, wanted to have a, like a plant-based protein. All right. Like, let's say you eat a plant-based diet. So if you're going to have something that's more like from gluten, like wheat, um, that's going to be um, a lower quality incomplete protein. So when you're reading your protein powder, make sure that it's coming from other sources like soy or um, and focus more on the isolates. Um, most of the isolates in protein powder are going to be like really finely, um, you know, uh, how can I say? I don't want to say grounded, but like they're just a finer consistency and they also are just more bioavailable. Like they call for better absorption. Uh, they mix well. So all that stuff. Um, so and also back to like people that have plant-based like, um, you know, plant-based diets, you know, pea proteins, um, just make sure that it's it, the sources are going to be more bioavailable. So now if you're somebody who has, um, who does have like eggs, like you will allow yourself to have egg. Um, that is very much, that has very high bioavailability. Um, and the majority of the protein in it is coming from the egg white because the egg white is what has the protein. Um, and then we have milk proteins like whey. And whey is going to give you about, um, let's see, it, it ranges from 20 to 80. It just depends on how good the um, pro, the whey protein is. Like I, if I do whey, I do like a whey protein isolate. Um, and I really try to, to get my protein powders from a company that definitely doesn't add a lot of like crap to it. I just want the actual protein and I'll get to that at the end about like, you know, places I recommend. Um, then we have a casein protein and casein makes up like 80% of the whole like content of milk. So, uh, the thing about casein protein is that it's a delayed release. So, it actually aids in muscle recovery for a longer period of time. So when would you need casein protein? Um, you would need casein protein like I take a scoop before I go to bed because then it really helps to assist with my muscle recovery because it's going to be that slow release while I'm sleeping. Um, sometimes I'll even take it if I know I'm going to go longer periods without eating uh, let's say that there's going to be a big gap, like I'm up at 4 a.m. and I know that I'm not going to train until 10. So my first meal would be, you know, however, I like to have some cucumbers, some oats, um, some almond milk, and then I'll have like a scoop of casein protein out the door. You know, sometimes I'll even just mix all that shit together, slam it down and go. But that's going to last me a good three to four hours, depending on how big the meal is. 
um, until I can have another quick, you know, protein and carbohydrate source before my workout. So now back to whey protein. Um, so 20% of the content of whey, uh, you know, of milk is basically for quick absorption. And it's, that's why a lot of people use it for um, post-workout supplementation. Um, because it's not like the case in where it's really a slow delayed release. Um, and that leads to something a lot more cost effective too. So you're going to get the most bang for your buck with the whey. Um, and then the most highest uh, concentration is going to be uh, like a colostrum. So that's going to be um, the most bioavailable. Um, and that's in the research that I found from her right now. And so I got a lot of this information from the NSCA's Guide to Sports and Exercise Nutrition. Um, and just kind of looking at basically the bioavailability of different quick protein sources. Um, and I'm specifically talking about through supplementations of powders. So a couple things that you want to keep in mind when you are supplementing with protein powder and just having higher amounts of protein in general is that having higher amounts of protein, if you're not used to it, can really plug you up. So if you're like, man, I'm not hitting my goals, I'm going to start increasing my protein, start to increase it gradually if that's not something that you're doing right away because people tend to get constipated. And that has a lot to do with amounts of fiber coming in, um, hydration, and all that stuff. So if you're not used to it, gradually increase it, you know, a little bit every day until you are at your recommended amounts of protein. And then make sure that you're getting in soluble and insoluble fiber as well as enough water. So make sure that you're hydrated. Uh, for me personally, I use a company called truenutrition.com. I love them. I use them because I can pick my ratios of what I want. So sometimes I like to add like psyllium husk to my protein and that helps with, you know, not getting plugged up. And um, sometimes I like to add like collagen, electrolytes, other stuff, like just basically make just a quick, great post-workout mix for myself. So um, you can check them out. I am in no way like, you know, promoting it. Like I don't have any type of like connection. I've just been buying protein from them for a long time. Um, I love the flavors. It tastes really good. You can get all different types of um, uh, proteins. You can pick it whether you um, eat plant-based or whether you ha you consume um, like whey and dairy and stuff. So, but you can just get some really good stuff. So you can check them out. Um, I also um, would suggest that if you are new to supplementing, kind of play around, like first figure out how much you need, like really be mindful of what you have coming in and um, how much protein you need is, you know, depending on, you know, how much muscle you have, how much you weigh. So seek out a professional to get that information for you and then go from there. But basically, in a nutshell, protein powder is not necessary um, but the benefits can be that you're getting uh, is enough 
protein in your diet if it's difficult for you to consume the amount that you need for your body. And um, it's also beneficial um, for time purposes. Um, because no matter what, even if you're eating your protein, eating protein after your workout, however that works, it's still going to be the same benefits. It's protein. So if you see things on your powder like, oh, this protein powder helps with weight loss and this protein powder, this and that, like protein powder in general creates like, it's not protein powder, excuse me. Protein in general is going to have a thermic effect. It's going to take energy to break it down. So that's the benefits are actually just coming from protein alone. And just remember that we all need protein. It's essential to our well-being. And it's just something that we have to take in through, um, you know, eating. We have to eat protein and bring it into our body, digest it for us to um, function properly. So I hope this was helpful. I know that um, I'm just kind of now I'm just at the point where I'm just like it's late in the day and I'm just like and protein, protein. So I'm going to let you go right now. But um, until next time, I hope this was helpful. And I'll check you out later. Bye. Bypass the overwhelm that comes when trying to lean out and live a healthy lifestyle without all of the confusion. If you're trying to lean out, you know how overwhelming and frustrating it can be with all the information and fads out there. That's why I've created this free mini course to teach you the three most important steps that you need to take so that you can lean out and live a healthy lifestyle once again without all of the confusion. Consider this your step-by-step guide. So I've included the link below. You can copy and paste it into your browser or you can click on the link and enroll in this free mini course. Once again, the three most important steps that you need to take so that you can live a lean and healthy lifestyle without all of the confusion.